Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome to Let's Chat, y'all. You know, I miss Felicia. I got my right hand, and most of the time, I got my left, the fabulous Miss Tony. Y'all, it's about to go down. We are so excited. Are you excited, T? Yes, girl, yes. Even more excited than we use y'all for a show, Leach. I'm just saying. Listen, <laughs> listen. It's about to go down. We are excited. Okay, so y'all dig this here. So today we're talking about what makes you tick. And so a lot of people are familiar with um, love languages, right? They're familiar with their love language. But mm-hmm. it goes beyond that. When Today we're going to talk about sexual orientation. And so in my opinion, life is about mastering yourself. And one of the areas that a lot of us really lack is in relationships and sexual compatibility. Because mm-hmm. we know what we like, but when you date a person, you got to realize your your thought process and how you process mm-hmm. things and how you are aroused. And sometimes you're aroused more than just by touch. You're aroused mm-hmm. more than just by what things that people do. You, you're aroused by them being smart. Sometimes they only got to be smart. Sometimes you have to have a physical, you have to have a emotional connection with them in order to enjoy sex or be able to have any type of relationship that you feel fulfilled in. And I think a lot of people don't truly master that part of themselves. They wonder why they're jumping from dude to dude or female to female. And it's like because you need you need to focus on people that are this way. Why? Because that is what really arouses you. And that's mm-hmm. what really fulfills you. And as long as you're not dating that type of person, 
you're always going to be jumping around. It's always going to be something missing. And you can, mm-hmm. and it goes beyond, I think, just being heterosexual or um, Which one? straight or gay. <laughs> Yeah, it goes it goes beyond being straight or gay. It really does because you can be a gay person. Sorry if that's not the politically correct word. Politically correct. Yeah, I'm sorry. But if you're that type of person that needs to have an emotional connection, it don't matter if you mm-hmm. like men or women. It don't because the mm-hmm. bottom line is this is what's required. You see what I'm saying? So if you're dating somebody and they don't have that element, then you are still, to me, spinning your wheels, right? And a lot of times we have relationship woes because we're spinning our wheels. You know, if you're a woman that's attracted to intelligent men, I'm sorry, ladies, you can't can't date Dumbo. It's not going to work because he got to be able to pour into you and teach you something. That's that mind that's what's sexy to you. Mm-hmm. So if he don't have that, oh. you're gonna mm-hmm. be like next, next. Then it's what you talking to your girlfriend. Girl, I can't find nobody. Girl, I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Right. Hmm. That's true. So, but but what you're saying, Leash, um, and once again, you're listening live to Let's Chat. My name is Tony, and I am joined by the one and only Miss Both or Miss Leisha. It is going to be a hot topic tonight. But what you're saying, Leash, is First and foremost, you have to know yourself. And in order mm-hmm. for you to know yourself, you have to spend some time with yourself before you start that's wasting right. time looking for mm-hmm. someone else that's not who you want to be with. You better talk in about it, <laughs> Absolutely. Because really, what is sexual orientation? It's really a pattern of romantic or sexual attraction. So it's your pattern. It, it, it's your do's and don'ts. What are the, doesn't mm-hmm. matter if they're the same sex or the opposite sex. It doesn't matter. These are things that you mm-hmm. are you need to have. And so if you don't know yourself and you haven't spent time with yourself and really broken down, you know how we have that show where you got to ask yourself why. Why right. am I doing this? Why am I doing that? Well, you have to ask yourself why in relationships. You have to know the why. Why am I dating this person? What is it about this person that really attracts me? And it can't just be mm-hmm. the sex, you know. Sometimes people are just attracted. You know, it's just the intercourse. You have some people that are like that. But for the most part, we're emotional beings. And so what is it mm-hmm. that's attracting you to this type of person? You know how we had the show a couple of months ago when we talked about women be attracted to the bad boys. And mm-hmm. um, it's not – and again, it's not that women are attracted to bad boys. It is the characteristics that they're attracted to. It's the confidence that they're attracted to. So it's a certain type of, of, of man that they're attracted to. Some women are attracted to power. I mean, but you got to break it all the way down. You just can't say I'm attracted to a bad boy because he may, he could be a bad boy and not even fit the, the statue of what you want or what you what you need mm-hmm. to have. But if you don't mm-hmm. know, then you're just going to be out here, what, doing whatever with whoever. And in this day and age, mm. you cannot be doing that, wasting time. That's, that's for sure, because time wasted cannot be gotten back. But that's an interesting topic, Lee. That's an interesting take on, on your part. 
And by us having such great and powerful guests, that's pretty much in tune with what we're discussing tonight. Our sex therapist and counselor, Greg, he, I always mess up his name. I'm just going to call him Greg D. <laughs> Dr. D. <laughs> Dr. D, who we met uh, not too long ago in Michigan at a book event. And mm-hmm. also our sex, sex therapist, love, I want to say Mayette, Mayotte. She's gonna yes. click. Y'all know Lisa and I can. We can mess a name up, so we, we apologize in advance. <laughs> we apologize then, in advance, and when they're gonna come on, they're gonna tell us to properly how to say their names. But I'm excited about tonight's show, Leash. Absolutely. Now, the best thing about these guests is they both have radio shows. They're both hosts. Uh, Love has a television show as well. They're both motivational speakers. They're both. Um, mm-hmm. Well, Love is an intimacy coach. I believe Greg is as well. He's a counselor as well. So with all of that that we got going on today, all of this this knowledge that's about to come in here, me and T are telling y'all, get y'all pencils and papers out. That's Make right. sure you press 1 if you have questions. But make sure that you are taking notes because they about to hit you. They about to drop some true jewels around here. So you got to make sure you got your notes ready. Make sure that um, you're you're in a quiet environment. If you want to press one to be able to speak with them, feel free because we want to make sure that everyone gets their questions answered. Try to limit it to Mm -hmm. um, one question so that we Mm -hmm. have time for everybody to be able to to get their questions answered. And then we can still talk that talk with the guests as well. Like today is going to be a really, really, I think, an educating day on Let's Chat. Mm-hmm. We're going to be educating, mm-hmm. but I think it's going to really, really help a lot of people to be able to to master themselves um, because mm-hmm. really that's really what we're always trying to do, where you should be, always trying to master yourself. Uh, and this right. is one of those, those, those categories that is a necessity to understand why relationships may not be working, to understand why you may not be working right in certain relationships or, or partners. All of that, some of those questions can be answered by just paying attention um, to, to the fine print. You know, everybody got mm-hmm. fine print, that, that little fine print that people don't normally read. Everybody got mm-hmm. fine print. And so you got to know what your fine print is. And so we're going to start bringing in our guests. Okay. We got the fabulous doc, uh, Dr. Greg. We're going to just call him Dr. D today. We got Dr. <laughs> D. Just call me G. Room. Yeah, that's G. That's fine. Even uh, <laughs> teaching, uh, teaching uh, college classes and stuff, everyone just calls me G. It's a lot easier. <laughs> All right. Okay. How are you two ladies doing? Hey, yeah, how are good. you? We good. And we got the fabulous, fabulous love Maya, y'all. We love when she comes in here, honey, because she brings it. And it's always, <laughs> always great when she comes on. Hey, love, how are you? Hi, beautiful. How are you? Hey, love. Welcome back, girl. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Hi, Dr. G. How are you? Hey, not too bad. How's it going with you? We're supposed to uh, get some things going, and I and uh back out a little bit because of my time constraints. How are you? I was looking for you since today. We're, I'm great. Since I'm we're great. both lo- yeah, lovers of the D. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like 
we're, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, Detroit for hold on, Detroit for yeah, D for Detroit, not for the penis aspect of it. You know, love love Maya might be, but no, I no, I don't roll that way. I worked with I worked with a lot of couples. <laughs> I worked with a lot of couples and have almost twenty years now. And uh, yeah, I I I just roll one way. So talk okay. about sexual orientation, and we can do that. Okay, how about the Now, now we want you guys to introduce each other. We've introduced you a little bit, um, but in your introduction, we really want you to talk about what made you go into the field that you're in. We'll start with Dr. G. What made you do um, become a sex? specialist and be able to go into that realm of counseling oh boy I think a lot of it was I was a late bloomer and I'm um, fully licensed graduate degree you have to meet state licensing guidelines ethics um, part of a bunch of professional organizations all that stuff but I uh, started it I think a lot of upbringing I saw a lot of friends uh, go through some messed up situation some, uh-huh. you know, relatives going through some messed up situation, relationship stuff, um, you know, affairs, that type of thing, and uh, devastation, heartbreak that it created. And that sort of propelled me to say, you know what, I want to help people. I hate seeing people, you know, have a broken heart. And everybody talks about, you know, broken bones, they heal. After a couple of days, uh-huh. you have a cast. And you know what, you don't feel that pain no more. Well, broken hearts, they don't work that way, do they, ladies? So that was, that's been my passion, you know, that's been my passion a long time to try to help, you know, couples, I guess, have the relationship they've always craved. I also, I used to work with, uh, I still do trauma and grief as well. I used to work with a lot of uh, sexual abuse and trauma and kids as well over the years. And I stopped working with uh, kids and teens probably about eight years ago. So... Mm-hmm. Um, there's a wide variety uh, that got me here, but I love it. It's my passion. <laughs> Absolutely. And love? Okay, well, mine is a little bit different. I stumbled across this through my own experiences. I had children. I love sex, but I was still missing something. So in the course of me missing something, I was in a bad trauma that I wasn't walking. I was in a coma for a year. I was in a coma, and I wasn't Whoa. walking for a year. So Whoa. Oh, wow. Is, yeah, so what I did is I had to learn how to tell my body what to do. So I went to Thailand. I learned Tantra Kundalini. I learned so many different type of different things of healing yourself naturally. And through all the courses I learned of healing yourself naturally, it came from the endorphins and serotonin that's released through the body and having sex as well. So I learned how to heal the body through sex. And once I learned how to heal the body through sex, I found that part of me that was missing. I was having sex for the wrong reasons. I didn't know my own body. I was expecting my lover to make my body feel complete. So once I discovered that, I had kids and kids and never had a penetration orgasm, just oral orgasm. Once I realized that I didn't know my body and my body was something that should be worshipped and cherished to the fullest. Not just wash it up and clean her and have babies, but it was something so much more than that. I learned that other women need to experience and know this as well. This is what it's meant. So my my Hell journey yeah. is a little bit different. 
Yeah, so I learned how to heal the body through sex. Oh. Wow. Phenomenal. Or fight or through or through <laughs> sex. They can also heal themselves as well, right? Exactly. Love? Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. Okay, so let's talk about it though. Tell uh, okay, how many different sexual orientations are there? And and what are they, Doctor G? Um, oh boy. I'm off the top of my head, I wanna say uh, yeah, I want to say off the top of my head, there are 17, um, huh. and it could be give or take. There's a lot, and a lot of people don't even realize that. And there's a lot of, uh, you know, professional researchers and stuff. Uh, Justin Lee Miller has this book out about, you know, sexual desire, a uh, big uh, research project he completed last year. David Lee, a bunch of other uh, sexologists in the field talking about this, um, and there are I want to say, yeah, like 17 that I can think of. Can I think about all of them, you know, off the top of my head, to be honest with you? Eh, probably not. Um, you know, aromatic, there's uh, autosexual, demisexual, you know, queer, asexual, lesbian, gay, demiromantic, biromantic. I'm trying to think. Of course, heterosexual, um, queer, uh, sexual. That's you know, another one that people, they're only attracted to. And I believe, ladies, huh? you talked about this at the beginning about yes. only being like sexually attracted to someone that's intelligent, right? And you mentioned at mm-hmm. the beginning of your show this evening, I was tuning in and you said, you know, a lady that is looking for an intelligent man, you don't want to be no dumb dumb, I think you said, right? Or be with <laughs> a dumb dumb. Date, I caught that. You can't date Dumbo. It's not gonna work. I don't care oh, how Dumbo. Funny he is. Okay, it's yeah. Not gonna work. Dumbo is not gonna get it. No. So, <laughs> so there, there are a lot of, you know, there's a lot of speculation. There's a lot of, um, a lot of people throw out a bunch of stuff out there, but they have to look at, you know, where it comes from, where these labels are coming from, and you know, have they been, you know, researched? Have they been talked to? Have there been studies done about it? And, you know, it, again, who labels who, right? And love might, right. you know, uh-huh. I don't know if she agrees with me on this or not, but a lot of people, uh-huh. you know, are, you know, you're this, you're that. And some people, uh-huh. they don't fall into any labels at all. They're uh-huh. attracted to whoever and, you know, not only romantically attracted to, doesn't mean you can be sexually attracted to and vice versa, and you look at, you know, you can be sexually attracted to somebody, but emotionally you're like, like you said, the Dumbo, uh-huh. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so um, there, there's a lot of um, information out there and a lot of new uh, information. Just over the last, I want to say even five to ten years, I would say five years has drastically uh-huh. increased the, the research effort on uh, sexuality, sexual orientation, um, attractiveness as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad you said that because when you are emotionally disconnected, then you got to understand why. You know, what what is it that's not allowing you to connect um emotionally with the this person? And again, that goes back to what is it that makes you tick? If it's intelligence and that person is not pouring into you or 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 their in- intellectual level is not stimulating you mentally you're going to be disconnected love what do you think about this i agree with dr g i so often 
I mean, they come up with different names every it's like every six months. Just like just like LGBTQ. I can't keep up with all the all the the, the yeah, I know. going on. There's so much going on. But what I will say is I have never met a only heterosexual person ever who's just one gender. Like I'm just completely heterosexual. Once I talk to my people and tell me they're heterosexual, then I start seeing some of that Sadio. I start seeing some of that Demi or Demi. I start seeing so many other things. So I think the most important thing is, and I'm happy Dr. G said this, because I'm not heterosexual. I'm not bisexual. I'm not any of those titles. I'm a sexually free individual. I don't have, I don't, only thing I respect is consent. I respect consent mm-hmm. and I'm sexually free. So I don't put a You know what? I love that. That's a crucial yeah, element, love, too. The consensual part is crucial. Love, I'm glad yes. you're touching it. it uh, yeah, I agree. It's crucial. Well, I am 100% heterosexual. Mm-hmm. Now, what does that mean to me, right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. I'm sorry? Right. What does exactly. that mean to me? Am I attracted to opposite sex gender? Definitely not in a sexual way. Friendship, that type of thing, but definitely not in a sexual way. Um, I think a lot of people might say it, but they might be lying, as Dr. Love knows. Um, uh-huh. That type of aspect. But um, I agree. I think a lot more people are a lot more maybe fluid, if you will, with their sexuality than uh, what they let on to believe. I agree. Not can- I mean, and I think it's... Go ahead. I think it's like in the United States more so, because everybody go with society views. Everybody is, okay, that's gay, uh-huh. that's not, that's that, that. And so they, they so caught mm-hmm. up in what society views is. But once you get your head, your head space away from what other people thinking while you in your bedroom, I think you'll go on a whole different level of what sexuality is really is. It's not just a release. It's not just meant for it to bust a nut or have an orgasm. It's so much more. It has so much substance to it. That's that connection, that communication, and that compatibility to what you guys are talking about. But you can't reach that level unless you are sexually free because you're going to keep on changing up. You're going to keep switching up. Even though no matter how smart the guy is that you're talking to, everybody is smart on some subjects. But that's going to get you bored, too, eventually, unless he's talking over your head. And then if he's so smart yeah. that you can't understand any of his language, his verbiage, you're going to feel like a nut rag. You're going to be like, I can't fuck with you. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Because he's talking <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> There's a difference, a difference talking with somebody than talking at them or over them, big time. Exactly. Exactly. So it, it, I, I feel like, you know, it, it's what you are inside. We got we to gotta start looking at sexuality as a just a sexual act. It's so much more than just a sexual act. As I said before, it heals the body. It does more than just release semen. It does more than just release a good feeling. It does so much uh-huh. more than that. And once we get out of our head space and get away from that subconscious state of mind of just fucking and get into that conscious mind of what's inside, what is it organically meant to do? If it can produce a baby, you know it can produce so much other shit. So once we get past right. some titles and all that stuff, I think we'll have a better experience with compatibility and your sexual orientation as, as a whole. Absolutely. I have a question. Um, I have a question for Love because she brought up something. This is this is Tony, guys. But you brought up something that I think plays a big part in, in how we view sexuality today, and that's with society. How do you feel with the introduction of, of social media playing a key role in how people 
you know, portray it or see it or even want to experience it. I think it's fucked up. You know, people tell me all the time, I have clients, they're like, okay, well, I watch some porn, and I say, wait a minute, first of all, porn is entertainment. Okay, I see a whole bunch mm-hmm. of kids, now at the dentist, they starting off with TMJ at the age of 12. They trying to deep throw mm. penises that don't even have to be deep throat, okay? So on social media, you will say some shit like, oh, I'm not going to get fucked in my ass. And you will have 100 people say, oh, that's just nasty. That's just gay. That's just gay. And then they'll say, if a guy said it, they say, oh, he's gay as hell. Then it was just a woman giving him anal. How the fuck is he gay? Because it's two different genders giving us the act, the sexual act. So I think social media plays a key role in deceiving another person's sexual freedom. I feel so mm-hmm. often, you'll be surprised. I, I, I look at people's posts from the people I know, very, very influential people. I, I got a lot of people on my hookup. They'll be like, oh, fuck that, fuck that, fuck that. I ain't getting no gay sex. Ain't nobody fucking me in my ass. Judges, police officers, everything. And me, myself, I got big up to them. But I see when they get on social media, they be a whole nother role. So when they see me again, I be saying, fuck that. I ain't going to give you something that's going to make you feel good when you ashamed of receiving it. You wasting my time because you're not being who you truly are. If you can't mm-hmm. accept who you are, sexually, mentally, spiritually, don't fuck with it. If you're going to get on social media and laugh, stay the fuck away from me. I mean, the same way I am in public is the same way I'm on social media. If anything, when I'm on social media, people really don't know how I live. Because I downsize what I'm about at home. I don't, I don't want everything I have. That's not, I'm not here for that. But on social media, so many people, they get it twisted. They say, I don't do this, I don't do that. And the same people who say, I don't do this, I don't do that, is the same people doing it or want to do it. Mm-hmm. Well oh. stated, love. Well stated. Mm-hmm. Now, this is Leisha. I have a question. Can you be more than one? We just said that. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I don't think you have to fit into a. I don't think you have to fit to a label, and that's where you come out to when I mentioned about uh, you know sexual fluidity. You can be attracted to a bunch of different you know uh, genders, sexual orientations that you can be sexual fluid to where yeah, you can be a bunch of them. I think all at once. It, yeah, it's almost like a mood, you know, almost almost like a mood, if you will. Yeah. And and with that affecting chemistry, do you think a lot of times people when they are jumping from relationship to relationship and I know love touched on people not really uh being true to who they are, but when they're jumping from relationship to relationship and, and their thought is that they are uh searching them their soul their soul searching, um drop some just some jewels on how they can help understand um, and things that they can do for themselves to help themselves understand where or what it is that attracts them really outside Ooh, of the physical. A big, oh, a big, well, we all know, I think attraction starts with the physical for most people. I can't say everybody, but you know, you're attracted then when they open their mouth, that attraction could go down the toilet in a hurry or it can enhance it. Correct. And that works with any, mm-hmm. any way. I think a lot of people, and I, you know, there's a saying, I think Esther, uh, Esther Perel came out with, uh, I don't know, five years ago or said that, you know, there's a lot of divorces and a lot of breakup. People are always searching, not that, you know, they're breaking up and divorcing, not because they're not happy, because they want to be happier. And you look at, you know, as far as the expectations, do people have a realistic expectation of 
happiness. You know, it's like that, that pursuit of happiness, but you have to know yourself well. And you look at, I, I, for me, I tell people, I will always grow and evolve and learn about me until the day I die. You get mm-hmm. me? So I think your, your main values, your main maybe core essence of who you are might sort of stay the same or might be more cemented. But as people grow and change, you know, there, sadly, there's that truth that, you know, people talk about, oh, we just grew apart. Because one person, mm-hmm. you're not the same person you are when you're 20, when you're 30, right. when you're 40. And how do you, that's the trick is trying to evolve and grow together. And it's when you try to force somebody to grow and evolve with you and you try to force them, man, it, it, you're going to butt heads and it's not going to work. So you have to have mm-hmm. a good sense of self and a, your sense of identity, your you know, sense of self-worth. And that could be all based on, you know, like Love mentioned too, and the trauma she went through, you know, dealing with a lot of rape survivors, uh, you know, se- childhood sexual abuse and stuff. I've dealt with, and you see all these, how they define people. I want people to define mm-hmm. themselves, not by mm-hmm. their past, not by the trauma done to them, and also definitely not by religion, not by society. You get mm-hmm. me? Mm-hmm. I want people to be mm-hmm. able to, to identify with them and not have others have that power over them. So I think once mm-hmm. they have that, they better, they're able to better sort through who they're attracted to, who would make great partners with them. It, even if that, you know, I worked with a lot of couples that have open relationships that are swingers, that are bisexual. I work with a lot of different couples. And, you know, mm-hmm. who's to say they're right and wrong? No, whatever they want. And, and when Love mentioned, too, about being consensual, is huge. As long as you're not hurting yourself or anybody else, it's your life. Don't let anybody else dictate to you how you should live it. Especially when it comes to a relationship, love, sensuality, sex, and all that aspect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and no, I would like to add to him too. What he just said that was so good and so real. But we mm-hmm. all know we have we have so many fake illusions with our fucking self. We have, mm-hmm. I mean, oh, we have big time. I had this question to one of my clients the other day. We was eating lunch, and she was like, "Love, you know, I want to help you with this big event. I really want to help you work this out because I know what you just went through." I was like, "Really?" She was like, "Yeah." I said, "Okay, so what's your expectations of me?" She said, "Nothing." I said, "You okay? So you want to help me, but you don't have no expectations. You don't want nothing from me at all." She said, "No." My next question was, "How often do you lie to yourself?" She paused. She said, um, "I don't lie to myself, and I don't lie to people." I said right then, I can't fuck with you because we all lie to ourselves about something. I can tell somebody with the quickness, I'll call you right back. When I say it, I know that I can't lie to the call right back. But automatically, subconsciously, that's the first thing that I'm familiar with is something out of my mouth. I'll call you right back. I just told a damn lie. So if you lie to yourself, you have fake, you have fake expectations for your mate. When you lie to yourself, how the fuck can he be on your level? You got to be real mm-hmm. to yourself and know yourself before you ever try to make a relationship with somebody. I, I say relationship, oh. a long-last relationship. Because everybody you fuck, you're not meant to be with. you got to look mm-hmm. at people and say, okay, that's a good fuck right there. I just want to fuck him for this reason. Or I just want to fuck him today. Or I just want to fuck yep. him for the rest of my life. You can't look at everybody that I fuck that I want to be with the rest of my life because everybody is not meant to be with you forever. No. And that's, that's one of the biggest love- problems. Everybody, they try to make it a forever thing when it's not meant to be a forever thing. Nope. 
Mm-hmm. And PNI, yeah, I love it. I call it your authentic self. It's huge. Absolutely. Yes. I have a question. I'm glad that you both said that because, Dr. G, you talked about open relationships. And yes. Because they are on the rise. And could it be that a lot of them are on the rise because people don't understand that aspect of themselves, they don't, they figure, okay, we're going to open a relationship up because they really don't have a clue about themselves internally. And so a you lot of times we have to meet people where they are. And and if you don't know where you are. That is a great something. question. You know what? That's a mm-hmm. great question. I think a, a lot of, um, and it's funny, everyone's assuming, oh, Matt and I are that want the open relationships or they're the ones that want to be swingers. And no, I'm telling you, it's pretty equal. <laughs> you know, uh-huh, women, the men, uh-huh. as far as who wants to do what. Um, and I, uh-huh. I'm only speaking for me. I can't speak for anybody else. But um, uh-huh. so I, I think with open relationships, the biggest thing is that they, they try to, I think it's breaking the boredom. That's what I get, what it comes down to, uh-huh. that they have these fantasies and they're breaking, they're trying to, you know, get all this happiness and all this passion and all this, you know, sexuality and meet certain fantasies that one person can't meet. Am I to say that's wrong? No. As long as it's consensual and as long as both people agree. And a lot of times, you know, being swingers, open relationships, one person doesn't want to do it, but they're doing it because they don't want to lose the other person Uh as, as love. And I mentioned that's not Uh being your authentic, authentic self self. Mm -hmm. if you Mm -hmm. if you are being in that situation and you know i get it oh greg i don't want to lose her greg i don't want to lose him i'm saying that's Mm -hmm. where you know everybody has boundaries people look at you know if they're in open relationships they have no boundaries if they're swingers they have no boundaries they all have boundaries it's defined Mm -hmm. by each couple not by me not Mm -hmm. by anybody else so they have to adhere Mm -hmm. with that but going back to the open uh, relationships, what I find that a lot of them, it's, you know, they're trying to create this, it's like chasing the white pony type of thing, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. that they're looking for this great sexual experience. But after that, okay, now what? Like, what's next? What's next? Some people are happy Mm -hmm. and they do well. Uh, Some people are not, and they're lying to themselves, as Love mentioned, too. They're not being Mm -hmm. real with themselves. They're not being true to themselves. And it causes a lot of problems. Well, hey, Tony, um, Tony or Lisha, which one you guys asked that question? At Lisha, I did. Okay, Lisha, tell me this. You got some food that left over from, from some restaurant. It was really delicious, but you couldn't eat it all, right? Right. So mm-hmm. you bring it home, right? Mm-hmm. Do you put it in the microwave or do you put it in the oven and heat it up? If I have food, I put it in the microwave. Okay, so you want that shit right now, right now. But you automatically know that when you put it in the microwave, it's going to change the, 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 the condition of the food originally was. If you put it in the oven, it's going to still savor some of that taste and everything else that was originally, right? But you right. Mm-hmm. put it in the microwave. That's your open relationship. Right now, right now. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> I did it. You know what? I, I love your – I love deep. your – <laughs> that was deep, and I love that analogy big time. Do yeah. I agree with that? I can see where you're coming from. No, uh-huh. no pun intended. 
<laughs> um, but I can see, I, I can see where you're coming from. Absolutely, or get you to come with the microwave situation in the oven. Um, ooh, it might be more. Ooh, you know what? It depends. It, it, you can't just do a what do I want to say? A right or wrong, black or white, yes or no situation when it comes to that because each situation's different. Each person is different, you know, because you have, you know, say 10 couples in an open relationship, every, each one is so unique and people don't, you know, they, they blanket that all swingers are the same, all open relationship couples are the same. Everybody is different. And that's where, you know, people get, uh, I think too tight assed, if you will, about trying to pigeonhole everybody in a certain category and that's just yeah. unfair but dr g do you agree that gray sex is created that's why i use that analogy because gray sex i think when people are strangers everybody is different everybody's their own unique situation i agree but i think one of the things that everybody looks for is great sex oh hell so yeah gray sex is created so that's why i said if it's created i think for some time. i think great sex can be created but also let's face it Great sex might not ever be created if you're with the wrong individual. Exactly. I don't think. I don't. I don't think. I think you can have, you can have great sex if you have the same. You know, the partner. You're both on the same wavelength, the same path with sexuality. You're able to talk about it, be open, whatever, be free about it. But mm-hmm. there's some people. I don't. I could be with a. I could be with a woman, and we might not ever have great sex. You get me. Because of being closed mm-hmm. off, it's the connection. It's about being open. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I think mm-hmm. there. Yeah, I agree. Most great sex is created, but I don't think that every situation can create great sex. There we go. I agree. I agree. But you know what? I just want to. I want to add to that because uh, Dr. G, you brought up um, the connection and the energy. This is the thing about great sex. If the energy is there. That energy is what is actually fueling you guys. So that's how it's created, that energy. But if you're not tapped in to that person. Nice choice of words. Like you were saying, if you're not tapped into that person, like you said, you're never going to have great sex with that person. It's just never going to happen. No, you can have good sex, but. No, absolutely. I agree with that. Love might be able to chime in on that as well. And I think uh, you can have great sex with a stranger and you don't even know. Yeah. You just, you, you yeah. read each other. Wow. You get me? Yeah. You read each other. You just jive and you could be with somebody 10 years and the sex is like, eh, <laughs> you know, <Wow>. and everybody <laughs> said, you know, everybody, you know, looks at, and I, I laugh, you know what? And you hear a lot of women and love my chime in on this too, please. You know, a lot of women, well, you know what? He's satisfied. He came. Well, there's a difference between, uh, and oh my God, my toes broke off because I curled so much. Mm-hmm. And women are the same mm-hmm. way, right? The intensity mm-hmm. is different. Just because a guy comes, don't make him satisfied. Same thing with women. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. And every every person's different. I'd love to hear your love's take on that. Well, I, I like the fact that she said energy. You got to be mindful. When oh, yeah. Not, it's something. 
last thing, that, I say five to seven years. I used to say, I used to say energy about everything. I'm like energy, energy. They're like, oh, she, she, she doing witchcraft. She doing voodoo. Not everybody's so damn comfortable saying energy. But one thing people don't understand is energy is everything. Energy don't die; it changes forms. So yes, you can be. Have you ever, have you ever went to a club somewhere and you seen somebody dancing and your vagina start pounding too? Like, damn, I want to do it to him. Maybe, oh, have you ever looked at somebody in their eyes, and your eyes tell you that you want to kiss that person, and they eyes tell them they mm-hmm. want to kiss you too? Energy is right there, okay? Energy don't die, it, it changes form. So what happens is, if you're, if you're going to take into the energy spirituality aspect, I don't know if you guys probably haven't had a tantra kiss before or had astral sex before. That's on a whole different level. That's why. Wait, wait, wait. You have to go back. What, what is astral sex? <laughs> about um you know tantric sex and all this you know kama sutra and stuff and a lot of times you can you can be so connected and i love when you you know the energy aspect and you you know you're um harping on it and i i give you props for it because it's so crucial a lot of people you know even with tantric and stuff you don't have to orgasm and you can feel uh-uh. close connected and just awesome about that and you know uh-huh. don't even have to orgasm if you don't want to. So the energy is huge between two people and, you mm-hmm. know, a lot of people that have it and where does it go and trying to, you know, kick up the passion again, but it starts with the energy and some people, I get a lot of couples, they love each other. They great. They never cheated on each other. They live as roommates. They have sex once a year and they're both okay with that. And who am I mm-hmm. to say that's wrong, right? For me, I'd be like mm-hmm. deuces. You're out of here, mm-hmm. you know, but, um, <laughs> You know, again, it's not for everybody in that energy. And, you know, I think, are there some people that you just have it with and some you don't? And I, you know, what, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'd love, love, what's your take on, do you think chemistry can be manifested? I think so. And I think it starts with a thought. I think, I think what makes that thought so powerful is the emotion. I didn't have a situation before that I really didn't want to be with somebody, but I told myself, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love this thing, I love this thing, I love this thing. And guess what? I ended up loving that thing. So one day I woke up and said, this thing ain't shit. I convinced myself. I manifested in my brain of the yeah. emotion, of the thought, of the energy of being good. But at the end of the day, it really wasn't. So it's what you tell yourself. So if you tell yourself so you... often, hmm? Oh, I'm sorry, love. Do, do you think you were bullshitting yourself, though? No, I, I did bullshit myself in that situation. That's what that's I'm saying, yeah. I don't yeah. bullshit myself anymore. 
because you can good. Take care of you can like everything else about this person. He can take care of you financially, can take care of you mentally and spiritually. And sexually, that's the only thing lagging. So what you say, I'm going to make this some good sex because everything else is taken care of. But then, like you said, I think you bullshitting yourself. But at the same yep. time, I think that you can, you can create it. You can create what you want. You, it just has to be an open communication. You guys both have to put work into it. You can't have any fake illusions about what's good sex. You got to act or you got to find out yourself. Like I tell people all the time, yeah. if you can't make yourself come, if you can't make yourself come, don't expect that man to be a magician or your lover to be you, a magician. Bad. Thank you, love. Hell to the yes. And love was talking about, and I know you ladies, you ladies are talking about, you know, the penetration. Uh, a lot of, we don't, most, most women don't come through penetration. A lot of them do, but most of them don't. And uh, love with you. Now, do you think love that you think chemistry can be created through, let's say, do you think chemistry can be manifested or created with anybody? No. Ooh. I don't think so because some people's energy just don't connect. It do not connect. I some agree. Like, I was getting scared like, for no a minute. No matter how much you no. try. <laughs> it's just no not going to be there. It just don't work. So that's the person nope. that says, okay. We, we and that's where it. you don't want to you don't want to waste your time. And I you don't and I when you talked about that, you know, ladies before and love, you don't want to waste your time. And a lot of people, you know, I'm going to give this person a chance. It's going to be there. It's going to be there five, ten years later. And you realize, you know what? It's still not there. And that's a lot of time to waste. And I tell people it's weird. Um, you're not going to have anybody meet your needs 100 percent, 85 percent is phenomenal if you find that, but you don't want that 15% to, that's missing to be the essence of who you are. You get me? You want great sex. You want passion. You want chemistry. Oh, but they're a nice, nice person, but I don't have all those. So I still have 85%. That 15% mm-hmm. is a big deal. You don't want to, you don't want to sacrifice that. Absolutely. And, you know, I want to just touch on that a little bit because I think that society because uh, love touched on it. Society tells you that in order for you to enjoy sex, you got to come. So if you come, you enjoyed it. If you didn't come, you didn't enjoy it. But this is the thing. If you share energy with somebody, that energy is really, really, when it's being released amongst each other, you don't have to come. Like, don't worry about me coming. You worry about me enjoying it. And I think a lot of times... Men are so focused on, I got to make her come, I got to make her come, instead of making sure that she enjoys it. There's a it's difference. It's a task. It's a task. They're goal-oriented instead of being central, or I call it. Now, love, do you, how many, and ladies, do not love and you two ladies, uh, well, you're all ladies, sorry. <laughs> Looking at the situation, love, how many, how many women get so pissed off when their guy doesn't come. Ooh. Hit me up with that, ladies. I'm if their man say... don't come, how many ladies do you, you two, you three plus, let's say, you know, in your, you know, friends, family, whatever, you talk about stuff. How many, if their man don't come, how many women are hurt, but it comes out that they're pissed, upset? We can't hear you, though. No, I lost her. Yeah, I couldn't hear. There we go. Can you hear me now? 
Okay, yes. with me it's a little different because I, I told you guys I was trained, I was taught by Monty Chia. Eastern philosophy teaches us that every time you release, that's your lifespan of your chi, called your chi, okay? Because you can have right. a bigger orgasm and the same the same euphoria feeling by having orga- an orgasm within. So I teach people the art of holding back because if you hold back, it, it builds up, builds up, builds up, builds up, builds up, builds up. And when it happens, it, oh, my goodness, it's something so beautiful. And you don't have to release. So you can have an orgasm without releasing. And that's, that's the thing right there. Correct. So, Correct. So, Absolutely not. Wait, wait. So, but, wait a minute, but, Gina, put what some would stuff you say? on the air. Gina, put some stuff <laughs> on the air. What is the art of holding back? Look, 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 I'm okay. trying to take notes here, people. <laughs> somebody else. I'm ugly. He's not in the That's lack of communication though. Because I agree. You, you you don't know because he hasn't communicated with you what he likes, what he don't like, is if he's enjoying well, even if so he because doesn't. he's not saying see, anything. See he's tired. He can enjoy it. Right. Absolutely. But how many women will go into the situation where oh, yo, you're just telling me what I want to hear. You're not being honest. You're not being whatever. Or you sleeping with somebody Do you think else? that happens? Yeah. 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 Do you yeah, think that happens? I think it yeah. causes a lot yeah. of problems and a lot of issues. I think it does. But oh, I know about, it does. I want to flip it around, though, because you Please. have people that have to be mentally stimulated to be able to connect oh, with somebody. Yes. But, what if, but what if you are mentally stimulated, but that does not mean that that person – their touch is sensual. That doesn't mean that they know how to touch you. Oh, Just because big time. Mentally There's a connected, difference. But mm-hmm. now you're mentally connected with that person. You're attracted. You're turned on. And then now it's like, wow, you don't even know how to touch me. I feel like um, I don't understand what's going on here. Just like when you go and get your feet done. You ever feel manhandled? Like I've gotten my feet done and I feel like I was in, I don't know if I was here to relax or fight. It's like, who told you how to touch me? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But but the conversation and oh you you got the package that you wanted and you're all excited, they got the hot rocks out, but then when they go to touch on your feet, it's like, wait a minute, this this 
just don't feel co- I'm not even feel relaxed right like, now. Tenderizing me. <laughs> no, I no no pun intended there. I agree. You're absolutely right. And a lot of people they don't do okay, do I bash men? Yeah, I'll I'll bash my own gender. Um a lot of people yeah, I think a lot of men don't know how to touch. They don't know the sensuality of it. And I there's also women that assume, you know, they're sensual and they manhandle as well. They're, you know, they're sloppy, they're hard, they're, they, you know, mm-hmm. when they go to rub, it, it's the same thing. When somebody is talking about being conscious and conscious and being, you know, sexually conscious and sensual conscious, that a lot of people, you, you know, often they rub you in the same spot over and over again, then you, it gets irritated. You get what I'm saying, ladies? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like and the there's a lot of women. Yep. Absolutely. Well, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. No, nope, absolutely, it is communication. Uh oh. I got a question, <laughs> Yeah. Is it is it is it the partner's responsibility to make the other person come? No. Mm. I, I think it's I think it is a combination. There there are um, is it their other responsibility? I think it's both. Do you get me? I don't think yeah. I think one person wants to make the other um come and it's about, you know, being with each other versus doing. Okay. I don't mm-hmm. think it is the other person's responsibility. And there's uh women I've worked with and I when I was uh oh God, when I was doing my show a while ago, years ago, um, I had women it was just ironic, they called in and there was like four of them, I believe. They've never had a guy give them an orgasm. So mm-hmm. And I said, okay, have, are you able to give yourselves orgasms? You know, masturbate, give yourself orgasm? All four of them? Oh, absolutely, all the time. So that tells me it's not a biological issue. You get me? That tells me it's a psychological issue. Every single one of them were, they were either raped or they were sexually abused. And I, and this comes back to, and, you know, in their head and this, you know, theory you've been working with forever and looking at they, if they allowed a guy, give them an orgasm, that guy would have power over them. Just like the guy that raped them, like the guy that sexually abused them. Right. So what happens? And I said, no, 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 you have the power to, to release your orgasm. They're not having power over you. That's where I want you to work for. You have the power to release your orgasm. It's not them taking that power away from you. You get me? So it sounds easy, but it's not. So when your question is, is it your responsibility to give someone an orgasm? I would say it's both. Absolutely. It's both communicating. It's both, you know, am I going to, you know, just give myself an orgasm all the time? No. Yeah, I think it's both. I would like my lady to give me an orgasm. I want to give her an orgasm. So it's both. It's not when it comes into is it their full responsibility? Absolutely not. It's both. Does that answer your question? Now I got a question. I got a question. Squirting. Can can everybody squirt? Or, oh, there you go, love. Who asked? Alicia asked that. Can everybody squirt? Go ahead, love. Handle this. Part of my workshop. 
No people are answering. That's my workshop. I ain't gonna give her all my goodies from my workshop. Oh, well, I'm coming to the workshop. Time. Look, we're the workshop. Look, I'm over here taking notes. I got my calendar open. What's the workshop, honey? It's on the service in my office, yeah. Um, look, Dr. G, might, Dr. G might debate me with this, but I think every woman with not a vagina, every woman who has a urethra intact, intact, has, just like one of the most controversial things ever, has the ability to squirt because the fluid comes from the splinters. It comes from those like the size of the walls before you orgasm. It does the skein's gland, right? yep. And the urethra so sponge and all that stuff. Absolutely. Exactly. So I'm with you. Say, you let me good. Okay, so I will say that every woman can. I think that's for some we lost you, girl. <laughs> come back. Yeah, we can't hear you. Where'd she go? Oh, we gotta come Talking to the <laughs> She's getting all excited. Maybe she she might be uh, distracted somehow. No. <laughs> uh, uh, can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah. A little bit. Yep. Well, I agree with you. I think every woman has every woman has the ability to squirt. However, majority of women will never. Mm. Does that Why make you sense? Majority would never. No, why not? Yep. Because well, one thing they have to be trained in order to do it. And I tell people yeah. you have to have the school you have to have the scuba gears, the rubber sheets out all over mm-hmm. if they're gonna douse everything, right? <laughs> so <laughs> you're gonna go snorkeling. Um I, I don't I, women have to learn because a lot of women when they, they have to understand the sensation between, oh, my God, I got to pee, so they stop themselves, and to where they need to go, oh, no, I, I'm getting ready to squirt and be free to release it. And a lot of women might have the stigma to where, oh, if I, you know, when I squirt, it's me peeing all over the place. And it's, you know, it comes from, and I know uh, Love knows this, too, you know, the female prostate, skein's gland, which uh-huh. you know, it's a female uh-huh. prostate. And most of it, majority of it, is the same consistency as male ejaculate minus the sperm, of course. It's the same consistency, very similar. And a lot of people don't understand that. So a lot of women, they Mm -hmm. block it. They feel like they have to pee, and it's a different sense. And I'm not a woman, so it's hard for me to... You know, yeah, you describe. Do you do you do <laughs> but it's a difference between a lot of women. They, oh my God, I might have to pee, so they stop. But they can know the difference where they can keep going and allow themselves to release and to be able and to be able to squirt. So it's a different sensation for women. And love might do a lot better job than I am trying to describe that. No, we do that good. Especially not to have a vagina. But what I would say that it, it is, you know, a lot of a lot of women go through that. So I tell people, I tell my I tell my my, my students, I say, you know, so my two crucial things is pee before you have sex and pee soon as you have after you have sex. Oh Don't yeah, absolutely, sex. absolutely. I agree. So absolutely. With that being said, when you have that sensation and. You're going to know the difference. You have to be free. Yep. You have to allow yourself to be free. So what Thank I teach you. people is Thank I teach you. them how to make themselves squirt by themselves first. I teach you how to make yourself squirt. And then once I teach you, you how to videos? make yourself squirt, then you go with the mate. Because what happens, Do you have videos? Yeah. What happens is, is that you can still call up on one and learn how to squirt. I did that years ago. So I had, I had to, I asked all kinds of experts and everything, and I read, and I studied, oh, and I did all this type of shit. And none of that shit worked. 
and I had to learn how to make my stuff work. But nobody told me to make my stuff work. Yeah, you're being too tactical, right? Yes. You're not enjoying the sensation. Exactly. I started squirting myself, and then once I started squirting myself, I was like, okay. Then I was with my lover, and I started squirting while he was fucking me. Then I got pissed off because I couldn't control it. I didn't know how to stop that shit. I was like, I don't want to squirt right now. You drowned him? (laughs) Exactly. Drowned his ass, didn't you? I drowned him all over the place. I was like, I did that. <laughs> then I got to have a wet rag up under my sheets and stuff, right? Oh, so my. A rag, man. You need a freaking, like, a, another blanket. <laughs> you know those <laughs> sham, those, on TV you see those shamwas or, sh, you know, those sham, yes, yes. shamwas. <laughs> That's what you need. But it's not just learning how to squirt. It's learning how to control the Control your body. All the there you go. You awesome. You learn how to squirt, but you got to learn how not to squirt and how when this happens. You just don't want to be squirting everywhere. That's really embarrassing, too. Just to be squirting all yeah. over the place. He eat you out, and you started squirting, and he didn't drown. So like, you got to learn how to do it. We yep. and not to. Yeah, it was, oh, God. It was funny. I had a, I had a couple uh, – a couple, oh God, this was probably two years ago. I'll never forget. I had a couple coming right out first freaking five minutes, first session. Greg, you know what? He's complaining because my pussy's too wet. And I'm like, oh my God, you give him a snorkel. He'll be fine. You know, I'm joking around with him. It's hilarious. And it wasn't just squirting. I just joke around, whatever. <laughs> but it's funny. Everybody's different. We got a hand up. Can I call? Mm-hmm. All right, we got eight six four three four zero. You're alive in the chat room. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hello, my name is Shabazz. I'm calling from Sakalan. Hey. Hello, Sweet man. Hey, what's up? What's going on? What's going on? So you got questions, you questions um, for for the specialists and professionals we got on here today? Well, uh. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's uh it's 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 a thing that um I I guess in the experiences that I've had it can mm-hmm. be somewhat of an inconvenience especially if you are on the bed and knowing how to control I guess is is something very uh cuz you know especially if you're going to have sex a couple times in in one sitting you know that could be a lot of uh, you know, juices and whatnot on the bed and make it oh, very yeah. oh. hard to you, just, you ever have you ever have sex in a swimming pool? You ever have sex in a swimming pool? Jacuzzi, shower, bathtub. I mean, you don't yeah. want no bacteria stuff going back in there, man. This is just man, you just yeah, float yeah. and swim I, around I, in this I, shit. I understand. But that's that, a, he but brings up a valid point, though. He brings up a valid point. Um, I love how how would you how would you answer or, or or talk to him about that? That's why I said it's very crucial to not just learn how to squirt, but to control it. And I, I call it a sportesium because I have to learn how. I was first out to squirt every time. I'm like, oh shit, it's coming out, coming out, coming out, coming out. But I have to learn how to contract my muscles and to hold it back mm-hmm. and release at a certain time because that can be an inconvenience. You know, you can right. be in a puddle with wet stuff. I mean, just think about it, ladies. If a guy came all over you and all over the bitch, you're like, what the hell, you nasty ass doing that you want to be able to knock out sit in this shit? So it can't, I just can't go to sleep in it. I have a problem. Yeah, I don't I don't know know I got time for that. 
<laughs> yeah. So I can I understand where my point of view would be the same way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I understand. Right. Right. Or at least, you know, I guess have it on the, you know, on the floor. My, but that's one thing that I, in my past experience, you know, I know I do have, uh, you know, my penis has a hook in it. And from sometimes I guess, you know, that from what I heard, that can be the thing that kind of gets, you know, I guess. The, you're hitting the, the, the G spot then, the, you're, right? The, you're right, right, right. It, oh, hold on. When you have the hook in it, are you, you could have the hook down, which is rare. Hitting a booty hole type thing, the deep spot, yeah. or you having that hidden edge, <laughs> or hit, you know, curve to the right, left, or you curving up. And women love it. Yeah, we gotta be nosy. Up. We being nosy, <laughs> curve, curve down. I mean, you already on here. You might as well let us know. <laughs> okay, the, I already uh, know. You uh, left handed. You left handed or right handed? You left handed or right handed? Right handed. So you hook to the left. So your dick goes to the left. I already know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But I also. Uh, I know, uh, I know uh, how yeah. that gets laid when right. you got the hook. Right. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. You're I know. right. And you jack and you jack up you jack up with your left hand. And you probably want to hand ambidextrous. with your right hand. Am- ambidextrous. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What do you say? I ambidextrous? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, so I got a question. I got a question though, because when you think about squirting, is it? It sounds like it's more of a mental control type thing. Like you have to have mentally be in control. Is that correct? Well, you it's also your, mind, your yes. body. You don't want to. Yeah, it, there's. It's almost one of those things you get used to, um, and love could probably say it better. You know, when you have to think about stuff, it makes it harder doing it. But it does. You have mm-hmm. to think about it at first to practice it, and then it becomes second nature. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like riding a bike, like riding a bike. You know well, what? Well, I'm always thinking. I'm thinking all the time, so I'm probably going to be never one of those squirters. I'm never going to squirt. How do you? Mind, how do you I'm, ever get I'm out of your head like, to enjoy I it? I don't. I'm always in <laughs> my <laughs> head. Ooh. Even when I sleep, I'm that? in my head. What? I'm Ooh. always saying that right now. That's Lisa. Lisa. Yes. And that's so up. Because you said you think you're never gonna get word out power, baby. You gotta change your wording or you will have that problem. You gotta change your you power. Hear that? Change your word. Listen to love. Yep, listen power. to love's talk. You say you control your body and you whatever you want to happen is gonna happen. You don't say I ain't gonna yes. I ain't gonna never be able to you never say can't. Cause then guess what's gonna happen? You fucking can't. Because you already spoken <laughs> into the universe. You already told your subconscious that. So whatever was meant to happen, you blocking it. Like what Dr. G said with those women who had problems with having penetration orgasm, you're already blocking your sexual freedom. Yes. Remember I kept saying, get out of your head space. Don't fuck with the subconscious. Yeah. Fuck with the conscious. There you go. Absolutely. It's about being aware and being okay being aware. Oh, Exactly. So let's talk about... Uh, erectile dysfunction because a lot of times we see all of these these show not shows we see all of these commercials where they got to take this you can you can take that you can take that it's but they all have side effects to them so is there things that people it's a multi multi million dollar industry 
So are there things that people can do about erectile dysfunction that has nothing to do with taking medication? Yes, Kegos. It depends. Well, Kegos, that love, that's true. That's absolutely. But it depends on what kind. Yeah, you have to look at, yeah, you you have to look at, is it, you know, is it cost? Is it psychological? Is it, you know, trauma? Is it prostate cancer? Some people are on blood. You know, a lot of people don't get the medical complications, diabetes, um, Mm -hmm. you know, blood pressure medication. If they're on antidepressant, if they're on, you have to look at what is going on. You know, age factors. I always, I always ask people or ask guys, you know, when was the last time you had a full blood? And it's weird because I've had uh, guys and I've argued with doctors before over the phone. And I've had guys 25 years old. And I said, you know what? I want a full panel done, including testosterone. And the doctor, 25 years old, Greg, I'm not going to do this. Testosterone, he's 25, don't need it. And I'm begging. I said, please, please find out testosterone was non-existent in a 25-year-old. So so a lot of people, I want it. It's rare, but it happens. And and that's why, and all of a sudden, the testosterone injections, all this stuff, it was good to go. And the 25-year-old's in my office breaking down, oh, my God, I wish I would have known this. Um, You know, a couple years ago, and it's sad because Mm -hmm. everybody goes by the textbook, right? So you need Mm -hmm. to rule out any medical complication with ED first, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of them is the one thing, well, do you masturbate? Yeah. Do you have any mm-hmm. problems, any ED problems? And, oh, no, no, not at all. Then, well, that tells me it's emotional or psychological, mm-hmm. performance, mm-hmm. anxiety, all that aspect. Just like the women being mm-hmm. able to give themselves an orgasm, that tells me it's not a medical condition. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. But now, can know, a person have, be... have problems too? Oh really? I'm sorry. What do we well, have? What is that called, Doctor G? When women have erect, it's not erectile dysfunction. What is it that women have that they don't want to take no more? What is that M word? That quick, I forgot. What is it, Doctor G? Women experience they don't oh. they don't they lose interest in sex. Oh, it's Men almost like asexual. Well, they call it almost like asexual, but it's just a low desire, lack of desire. They it oh, almost comes to uh, you know. It's I got too. a brain it's like, fart. It's like, it's like some stress. Me too. I'm like, oh my god. It's called HSDD, loss of sexual desire. It's, I got you. Okay, yeah. There's. Yeah, it's a newer. Yeah, it's a it's a newer term. Absolutely, yep. and that could be medical desire. as well. Of course, yeah. is it emotional so or is it? Yeah. It's called sexual dysfunction among women of all ages. People, the of women age 18 to 59 suffer from a loss of interest in sex. So they experience that Correct. HSDD. Correct. And again, wow. you have to look at is it is it hormonal issues, endometriosis? Yeah. Is there trauma? Mm-hmm. Again, is it a medical issue? Estrogen levels. Um, maybe mm-hmm. there's women that of all ages that they're you know women have small amounts of testosterone compared to men, of course. But there's women that have had. I have a couple clients now that actually are getting testosterone injections um, uh-huh. because of uh-huh. that wow. issue. So uh-huh. yeah, I I think. Yeah, I think I have two right now just in the last month, to be honest with you, and mm-hmm. that they're getting testosterone injections, and, you know, it helps a lot. So there's a lot of things that go into it, um, it, it and they could have no desire with their partner, no desire for anybody else, but they could have sexual desire 
with themselves as far as self gratification, you know. I was just so about to ask, can people be addicted to their own touch? I was just about to ask that. Then I call a lot of men experience. Love, that. what's your take women, on that? I think a lot of men, that's what I call I say they get too, you know, I, I tell guys all the time, like, it's like, it's, it's masturbating bad. I say if you use the same hand, because you can get desensitized your dick. With women, mm. I can tell you that you can get desensitized with using no fucking vibrator. You use some of those vibrators. The body gets, the body gets accustomed yep. to that vibration. And when Absolutely. you think it's your dick is not operated by a battery. So you go, it's your, it's Damn, your why skin, can't it be? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you I'll plug my dick into the wall. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say no to vibrators. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, say yeah to vibrators. But see, what I would do is, like, so often, like, I I got to pay about 350 vibrators, different little toys, and I get that shit for free. But what people don't know about me, this is one of my secrets. Y'all can't tell nobody. I can't fuck with vibrators because I have nerve damage. So I got to create a toy. Dr. G, don't be trying to steal this. But I got to create a toy that doesn't have that vibration, that strong vibration, because a lot of people who have nerve damage in their body, that oh, vibration, yes. it hurts the body. Wow. So oh, yes, it does. It, it creates. Thank you. Yes. And that's what, so you know. Oh, no, that's sad. So, yeah, so that, that hurts me. So, yeah, so if it hurts me and my nerve endings in my body, think about what it's doing to the vagina, the nerve endings in the vagina. No, absolutely. And that's why I'm I'm actually grabbing my crotch right now because I'm okay. pretending like I got a vagina. I'm in pain. I'm in pain and I don't have a vagina. And I know, you know, working with women, you know, you know, female pain disorder, you know, nerve damage, mm-hmm. vaginismus, all the, you know, aspects. Mm-hmm. And you're right. It can create, uh, I love he loves advice, you know. She gives great advice yeah. right there. She knows what she's talking about. Okay, so mm-hmm. when they, uh, when women are using vibrators, what are some of the do's and don'ts, uh, or drop some jewels on them to so that they can understand how to use it to prevent themselves from um, having those issues? I would say lubrication, the proper lubrication, the proper. You have to use the proper lube. Don't be going in the bathroom trying to get some Vaseline. Don't be trying to lick no, your God, no. And lick your no petroleum. No, yeah, no petroleum products. No. You have to use, I love Uber Lube. Uber Lube, you can put Uber on your skin, your scalp, everything. Uber Lube is the best. It's 100% organic. Um, it's tested yep. all over the world, not just on animals. So I love Uber Lube. You, I think that's the best advice to have the right lubrication. Yeah, Uber Lube is really good. I agree. There's and I know what toy with toys and everything, but just as a lubricant in general, but you can't use it with condoms. Mm-hmm. It's a hundred percent uh organic grapeseed oil. Mm-hmm. It's phenomenal. Oh, yeah. It yeah. like really? olive oil as well. It's gotta be organic. It's very high uh-huh. in vitamin E, which is great for the vaginal walls and all that uh-huh. slip and a slide makes a great uh massage oil mm-hmm. too. And everybody has, you know, their pre- preference. But you can't use it with condoms or on, on toys because of latex. Even though it's like a, a fruit or, you know, fruit vegetable oil, it, it still can break down latex. So you don't want to use it yeah. on those aspects. Now, with your toys, though, you can't use it with the toys. But what I would say, too, for people, for women who use vibrators a lot, lube is very, that's the most important thing is the lubrication. Oh, and huge. Position, yeah. Position plays a big part. Position. Don't just lay on your back with your legs cocked open and stick some up between your pussy. Don't do that. Change positions. Just like I tell men, use different hands. Change positions because every position you use when you insert some inside your body is releasing different types of endorphins. So you have to be Hell conscious yes. on what positions you use. 
Endorphins, yep. Which are? What are they? Your serotonin, your oxytocin, you know, your feelings. Yeah. Your oxytocin but, and serotonin, you know. So oh, yeah. You, you, have the, to, the, you, you have to do this. And the endorphins are actually, they're the natural body's uh, painkillers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really? They go That's, right, yeah. yeah. Yep. Oxytocin, get, yep, with the orgasm, yeah. the dopamine levels, all that yeah. good stuff. Yeah, that feel good. Hell and yeah. guess what, Alicia? <laughs> guess what the best part is? The most important what? thing is, whatever you do, whatever you do, smile. Smile, okay. smile when you fucking smile when you <laughs> masturbate, smile because that releases. Be careful of your too. tongue hanging out, though. You don't want to bite that off. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, oh, Larry. sorry. I need to say goodbye. I'm sorry, ladies. Okay. I need to okay. cut out. We were wrapping up, I think, okay. anyway, Alicia, right? Yeah. Well, you all, oh, nice talking to you, love, and uh, yeah, we got to yeah, get together so too. So yes, uh, I would love it. That'd be sweet. Do some sort of event. That would be. We, you know what? We'll talk. We'll we'll talk. Absolutely, I'd love that. Okay. So you, okay. thank, thank you, you so much for having me on. I appreciate it very much. Had a lot You're of fun. Welcome. I had a lot of fun. <laughs> thank you both. Okay. You guys have a good evening. Peace. Peace. Take care. Bye bye. Bye. That was wow. You ready for me to hang up? We're good. Oh, you're you're you okay. You got up? a few more mo- you got a few more oh. moments that um you can spare. Okay. So I got a question because you were talking about vibrators. Now you have some people mm-hmm. that use glass vibrators. Can you talk a little bit about I guess the difference? Because I I like glass. It's like icicles. That's a brand. Icicles. Um, is glass. I like glass. One of my favorite reasons why. Because that's that's a dildo. It's not a vibrator. It's a dildo. You can't have a oh. glass vibrator. You got a glass field off. So, you know, oh, see, don't have see no that show you how much I know. <laughs> okay. so, so, a glass field off. Um, I actually, I encourage women to get the icicle, and it's like a glass field off. But what I like about that is you need to you sure, exercise your vagina, your urethra, your walls, your vaginal walls. You take that in. They got like this little corkscrew, and like it's a long thing. And it's like skinny, but you put it inside you, and you like, just like you work out or you stretch and stuff like that, you got to do that with your vagina also. And the reason I like the glass is because it holds heat. If you want it to be warm, you can take a hot compress, like a hot towel or something, and hold it in that hot towel for a minute and just put it in you, and it'd be nice and warm. If you like cold, you can kind of put it in a refrigerator or something for a minute, and you can put it in there also. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. So I love, mm-hmm. I love the glass. I call, I, my favorite brand is Icicle. But it does so much. But the main important one is you can exercise your vaginal wall. Oh. And do Kegels. See, like a lot do your, your Kegels, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so that, that's really, that's that's the best one. Them dildo, icicle dildos is the best. If you want some, let me know and I'll get you some. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That sounds interesting. <laughs> yeah, I love all that. I don't pay. Hey, that's the that's the stuff because it, it does what it, it does what you wanted to do. I see that's the main important mm-hmm. thing. You do you make your body do what you want your body to do. You don't allow your body to control you. You control your body because the body mm-hmm. is going off what it's familiar with. You see what I'm saying? So if you control your mm-hmm. body and you teach your body how you want your body to respond, it's gonna respond how you want it to. If your body continues to do what it wanna do, it's controlling you and you doing it you doing your body is doing what it want to do, and you got to suffer consequences from it. Just that simple. It's just wow. like, you know, Alicia, 
do this, and then you doing it. You ain't saying why. You just doing it. That's how the body does. Mm-hmm. Unless you learn how to train and control your body, you gonna be a victim. You gonna be a slave to your body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So that's 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 one of the, that's one of the main things you need to buy. If you guys do not have an icicle, I heard icicle, icicle Uber lube. Those are the two main things you should have in your bedroom at all times. Mm-hmm. You need to you need to exercise your vagina. You need to do kego. You're not gonna be however old you are forever. Just like you probably work out, you want your body to stay well. You brush your teeth, you wash your face, you cleanse your face. You do. You go get your nails in. You get pedicures. You get your toes in, and you expect a certain amount of treatment on your body parts. You can't leave the vagina out just because it's inside and you can't see what's going on. Doesn't mean it's less important. You have to love mm-hmm. on yourself. You have to know yourself and give it that same attention. That's true. That's true. Many you got said to, you it got to love Look, I'm looking yep, it up. You I see, I, yep, I see I C L E S. I see we like to get information here on this chat. Okay. <laughs> I know. Like well we gotta hit you up so you can get that for us and let us know what we gotta do. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. We can get the goods from look, we can get the goods from Love T. I yeah, know. Yeah, I got you. I got you all day long. I got you all day. You also can come to my workshops that I'm teaching September the seventh, the art of squirting or female ejaculation. So I'll be teaching that on September the seventh, and then I think in October I'll be teaching um, the origins of orgasm, and then I'll be having mm-hmm. an oral sex workshop. So I'm going to make sure that I teach something twice a month. Now, I just yeah, followed make- you on Instagram, so um, I'm not sure how the classes work. Is it, like, online? Go on, do you, are you on how Facebook? does that work? Uh-huh. I'm on Facebook. Yeah, follow me on Facebook, too, because I just put most of my stuff on Facebook. On Instagram, I do a lot of stuff on my celebrities, but I'm going to start trying to get into Instagram a lot more, too. Um, my, my okay, what's your Facebook? At, you can go Love My Yacht. It's L-O-V-E-M-A apostrophe A-T. You'll see my fan page on that, but you can also go to my real name, Katrina Benz. I have a lot of stuff on there also. But Love My Yacht fan page has all my tricks, all my classes and everything. So Katrina Benz is my name also. It's K-H-A-T-R-Y-N-N-A, last name Benz, D-I-N-N-S. Okay. Do that right yeah, now. but when I get ready, we want to, we want to, we want to be involved, right, Leash? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, but definitely. We. So what I'll do is I'll get you um look up look up the icicles that you guys see, and then whichever ones that you guys want, let me know, and I'll get them off my website because I have toys all that stuff on my website. So I sell toys and all that stuff. I have um my my warehouse is Intimate Ideas. I do their I do their locations every week, but I also have a sponsor called Uberlube, like I said, you guys. So if you guys need Uberlube, I can get you that, dirt cheap. So any kind of toy that you ever heard of that you think you want, always let me know before you go purchase it anywhere else because I'm guaranteed to get it to get it for you cheap, dirt, dirt cheap. Look at the icicles and see which ones you really want, and I'll get you some of those. And they're, they're easy to clean. They're glass. Mm-hmm. And so they're, they're definitely, definitely more easier to clean than the plastic stuff and the silicone stuff. Mm-hmm. And then people can be allergic to the plastic and the silicone, correct? Yes, and you can be allergic to dick. I was allergic to my partner. I'm allergic to my partner. 
Wait, I'm allergic to my baby daddy. Yep, I'm allergic to my baby daddy. He's me, his son is 26. And for a while, I was like, motherfucker, you cheating on me? Because I, I have, I have a tilted uterus. I'm very sensitive. So I can't fuck a lot of people because I get the yeast infection or five or some shit. You fuck somebody and you fuck me, I'm hit. So every time he has sex with me, I'm like, I feel like I'm catching a yeast infection or something. And I'm like, so I, I go to my doctor, of course. Now I started making his ass go to my doctor too. So we had to have a sperm test and come to find out I'm allergic to his penis. What? Wow. Yes. I'm allergic, you know, because you know, semen is a whole bunch of different kind of proteins. So my body rejects some of the protein that's in his body. It's like a big ass milkshake. Wow. Yes. Yes, I, you could definitely be allergic to anything. Your body can reject anything. Like I don't like this shit. So what I have to do is like we have to have sex constantly. Because if I don't have sex, like if I don't have sex with him for like two weeks, next time we have sex, I'm hit. So my body mm. has to get adjusted to him. So that I means I have to constantly have sex with him. Mm-hmm. So my body oh, wow. can get used to him. You could be allergic to it And then A lot of people need to know that Because that might be a lot of issues being You know Yeah they probably think they're probably cheating on them Also some of the symptoms could be, You could you know, have allergic reaction to it But also it could be painful sex so You'll be thinking he didn't gave me something My stomach hurt and oh, my body my stomach hurt Something ain't right but it's because your body is rejecting his, re- rejecting him, his payment. Mm. Yeah. See, that's mm-hmm. God telling you, you don't mm-hmm. need to be together. Look, look, look. Oh, oh, you know. That's, that's my baby daddy. <laughs> uh, I'll be good. After we do it for a week, because wow. that's what I said. I told him, I said, I, I, said, I don't know, now. But when we, because I made him, he had blue frog with you. I made him leave his doctor and come to my doctor. My doctor did my doctor for 17 years. So I said, no, you finna come to my doctor because my doctor gonna tell me what's up for real. He went to my doctor. We uh-huh. had to go to a specialist, and we found out that I'm just allergic to his cement. So you definitely, your body tells you what it don't want also. But like I said, I had mm-hmm. to make sure I had sex with him a lot so my body can get used to him. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, I just said, yep. Well, being T, when you have your classes, make sure. Now, your class, I think T was asking, are your classes online or are they at your place, your office? They're at my place. They're at my place. But what my son is working on is he's making me do this sex frequency, big-ass mastermind class. But the class I have, Ooh. he's working on that right now. And so he's, he's doing all this marketing shit. But I like to teach up front. Um, and have you guys had a penetration orgasm? A penetration. Have you guys orgasm? ever had a penetration? A vaginal yes. orgasm from penetration? Yes. Okay. Yes. So I brought in, I, I purchased $2,600, $2,600 on sale. I purchased a Sibian. That's the strongest electronical, electronic orgasm device there is. So I have one of those. It's called a Sibian. So you can sit on that with your clothes on and you can have an orgasm. It got they got little parts here. If you want to insert it inside you, you can have an orgasm too. But you could turn the voltage up or low. So that's the strongest orgasm you can ever have. That's gonna be at my workshops also. Just so you can find out what wow. your body really can do. What you don't have you don't have to take your clothes. You can have on some leggings and you can sit on that thing and you're gonna come. Wow. And that's the frequency, so you can find out what your Where body can take see? and what your body likes. <laughs> I we know, right? Take, we need to take 
and yeah. see about to be some students. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Definitely, 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 you guys. Definitely have to come, guys. Definitely have to come. Well, I love you guys. Yeah. Lock me in. I want to send you guys my invite for my um for my workshop for starting on the seventh. Mm-hmm. And you guys have to okay. check out the Sibian. Um, for for you guys who was asking about the about the like the the Viagra and all that stuff, I do have chocolate, sex chocolate, all natural, organic. So if you want to feel lustful, it does make you horny. It works really, really good, and it's all organic dark chocolate. That's for men and women. Men and women, and that's mine. Nothing, 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 <laughs> okay, just let me let me know when y'all ready. My office is on nine and a half in Telegraph. Well, I'll I'm be there Georgia. tomorrow. I'm in Georgia. She in New oh, York. Oh, I'll I'll know this too. I'll know this you guys. Oh, and okay. guess what? So I can't do an online class for you guys. I can go online. I thought you okay. guys were here. I can mail. I can, really I can mail you? all the stuff out to you guys. I'm in Michigan. She's in Detroit. Oh, she's oh, in Detroit. Detroit. Oh. I thought you guys were here. Well, I can mail you guys some chocolate and stuff, and I can mail you okay. guys some ice. So just go on my website and see what you guys want, and we'll go from there. I'm and there sometimes. Yeah, I'm there sometimes. I'm bringing Adina Howard in on the 20th. You got to come. My book release is on the 19th, but I'm bringing Adina Howard in at Universal Records in, and Dre Gray on the 20th what? of September. Yeah. I'm having a freak Ooh. like me fashion flash challenge show. Now you mentioned right, your book. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about the book and when we can expect it. Okay, so people already did their pre orders. My book release is on the nineteenth. It's telling my story, how I got shot seven times, how I was paralyzed, how I wasn't walking, how I was molested as a kid, how sex chose me. I didn't choose sex, it mm-hmm. chose me. How I became who I am today. How I finally filled that void. That was in my heart. That I was like, okay, I got to fuck, I got to fuck, I got to fuck. I had a thousand kids looking for something, looking for that thing that I thought was love through sex, then found out it wasn't. I had to find out mm-hmm. that I could love a lot of people, but I can't expect some people to give me the love that I'm really looking for until I love myself. So it's telling about mm-hmm. all, these, all, the, all the, the trials and tribulations that built the character that I am today. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's oh, really, okay. really, it's really, it's really going to be a good book. It's going to be a book. story of a warrior, not a victim, a warrior. Because I never want anybody to feel sorry for me because I want to be who I am today, a businesswoman, and able to say what I want to say without going through whatever I went through. Absolutely. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so you, yeah, you guys definitely. We go like you win because me and T want the chocolate. Yes. Definitely. Inbox me your information, Alicia. Inbox me your information, and I'll make sure I put some chocolate in the mail. Okay. Okay? All, All right, right, guys. You're going to inbox me to Alicia? Should I do mine? Uh, okay. You got to send, inbox, me, send me your address, and I can send it to her. Oh, okay. 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 All right. Well, thank you so much, love. Thank you so much. Namaste. Bye-bye. Namaste. Bye-bye. That was awesome. See, we got some information today, didn't we, girl? 
Tab. <laughs> yes, he did. Listen. We got some uh, some good information today. If y'all, we appreciate y'all who are tuning in. Hello, iHeartRadio. Welcome to the world of the Ladies of Less Chat. We appreciate you guys. If you're listening to the replay, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for tuning in to Less Chat. Thank you for streaming our replay. Spotify. Hey, hey, hey. iTunes. <laughs> what's going on? We appreciate all of you guys who 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 support us. Uh, and we thank you Absolutely. for that. Make sure that you listen. If you're listening to the replay, make sure that you are taking notes because it's going to be some good information that you're going to hear. Uh, we're going to post mm-hmm. uh, Love's information so if you uh, for her website. So if you guys want to order sex toys, chocolate, get information, take a class, we want to make sure that we can hook y'all up. Absolutely. And make sure you follow her and well as follow the ladies of Let's Chat. You know, Lisa and I, we have our individual pages as well as our collective page of Let's Chat. So make sure you follow us on all our social media to stay up to date on what we do here on Let's Chat. And with that being said, tune in tomorrow because we have a fantastic yes. show. Make sure you tune in tomorrow. Yes, the queen will be in the house. Wahida Clark will be here along with Saeed Salam, Red Johnson, and Author Hood Chronicles. They're going to be talking about that new anthology. They got uh, street ties, so I'm excited. We got so many people. It's going to be packed. We're going to say get here early. That's <laughs> it's going right. to be packed tomorrow. Get it's going to be packed. Reserve your spot. <laughs> and we will see y'all tomorrow. Good night. Good night. I am the one that they missing, my nigga. I'm part of the streets. Part of the streets. I am the one that they missing, my nigga. I'm part of the streets. Part of the streets. I am the one that they missing, my nigga. I'm part of the streets. Part of the streets. I am the one that they missing, my nigga. I'm part of the streets. Part of the streets. Twisted again, live from the pen. Warning these niggas, I'm after they chins. I'm making hits from the fed. Hold out your arm, be calm while I pack the syringe. I am the streets. I represent for the ones that be having that blow in their pot. I am a bricker that 81 Yola before bacon sold. I blow up the spot. Who harder than me? I bet he faking. Miniature twisted, he just a replacement. I'm still a fool with the tool. He should be cool, cause murder was one of my cases. I'm on appeal. No, not appeal, dummy. I just said I'm on appeal. And if it go right for me, I see some lightning before 2020. I'm off of this deal. I'm tired of the fear. I got some homies that I know was strong, but they died in the fear. I know some niggas that lost all their bitches, and now they with Jody dividing his bread. I can attest, I took a blow, and that's the reason ain't no heart in my chest. But I kept a couple of thoughts in my pocket to keep it a thousand. It's smart to invest, and I be on the burner, be checking my page. Fuck the CEO, he won't catch me today. He know it's real when he look in my face. I got a swag in my khakis and gray, and I never complain. I don't do drugs or nothing, the dead and the numb of my pain. I ate a 30, and hell yeah, it hurt it, but I made a choice, and it came with the game. I am the truth, I'm in the cell record. My nigga, I'm not in the booth. But you wouldn't know by the way that I flow out this gutter shit You think I'm missing my tooth Keep it a buck Miss me with that Why ain't my street niggas hitting my app Why am I hustling when I'm at the door It's 